Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Trades here with us today. The laborers, pipe fitters, iron workers, electricians, steel metal workers, painters, operating engineers, sprinkler fitters. And we also got service workers, hospitality workers, machinists, mechanics. This is, this is going to... This project won't get done without you, and when it gets done, it'll get done the best. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. President Biden is on the road trying to help midterm Democrats by making the $1 trillion infrastructure package relatable. This is a shift from the president's recent focus on Republicans that he says deny election results and promote violence to advance their agendas, the so-called MAGA Republicans. A new inflation report is due tomorrow. And even though we know now the Inflation Reduction Act is mostly just a vehicle for climate change and tax code measures, President Biden is going to have a big event celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act here at the White House tomorrow. What are you going to be celebrating? I don't know. Propaganda? I mean, what would you have to celebrate at the White House? Biden out pushing labor. He's now the working man's president. How can the left even remotely state on any campaign stage or any podium that they give a rat's crack about the everyday people of America? Shame on you for even insinuating that. The intent of the elites are that their number one goal... Um, is that they don't care. And that right there should be the number one message coming from Republicans in the midterms. In 2024, this Green New Deal, this Build Back Better, it's nothing more than a cultural war. It's a war on the middle class. They know this. And you know why they're having to do a war on the middle class? Middle class has more power than they do. The middle class just needs to wake up to that reality uh, but see what they see they have to do to the middle class, which is the majority of America. They got to split and divide it. And that's what they've done. Uh, if you're over there, if you're a MAGA Republican, you're the worst scum on the earth, right? Divide the middle class and then come in and wallop them over the head and destroy it. And while you're destroying it, act like you're for them. The single best trained workers and trades in the world are American union workers. That's God's truth. And what people don't realize, and I keep saying and saying over and over again, Senator, is that, you know, they have to, they don't just show up and decide to be an electrician. They get four or five years of training. Uh-huh. Four or five years of training, like going to college. It's like going back to school. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna pay off their loans? You think that was free? You think they waltzed into 
to uh, training uh, for free. No, no, Joe, but keep going ahead. They get some pay during that period, but they got to do it. And so the reason why I'm always pushing labor and unions, union labor, is because ultimately it's the cheapest investment you make because it's the longest duration of whatever's done is being done well. And, uh, And besides, you know, everyone, my dad used to have an expression, Everyone's entitled to be treated with dignity. Everybody. Everybody. What's your pops think of this there, JB? Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Yeah, divide that middle class. Ignore your daddy. And, uh, and besides, you know, everyone, my dad used to have an expression. Everyone's entitled to be treated with dignity. Everybody. Yeah, they're not for the middle class at all. They're trying to destroy it. Everything they're doing is a taxation, taxation, taxation. Uh, I, you know what I'm going to do? Here it is. I'm going to keep count. Every time I bring it up, something that's going to be a tax that's uh, maybe not being perfectly described as a tax. Uh, the, the war in Ukraine. There you go. That's two. I'm going to write that down. Okay. Uh, they'll keep popping in my head all day. Everything that's a tax. Uh, buy electric vehicles, right? Uh, come on there, working class people. You could afford electric vehicles, right? Everybody right now, uh, you know, got money a flush, right? You can fork out a sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollar. Uh, but anyhow, that's what they're do- telling us to do is to buy them and then not charge them. The, I mean, the stupidity is so abundant, especially here in California, which is actually where their ideas are test marketed, right? The radical leftist Marxists across the world, they test market them right here. And what it's going to do, the middle class is going to uh, force you to take on the cost. It's the, it's the green agenda. It's hitting us all. Paying higher prices. War on fossil fuels. Going to force you to buy a car that has a 200-mile reach and uses energy that we don't even have, right? While we we have a, a great car in our driveway and we have literally tens of billions of barrels of the fuel that would actually, it shouldn't even be a problem right now at all. When I drove here from Fresno uh, up to Great Falls, Montana, I was thinking, if I were an electric car right now, I would be so stressed out of how, if, what, where's the next charging? I couldn't even enjoy my drive. Maybe they map it out for you, but I, I'm sure with the air conditioner running full speed, right? I'm sure that, that, that charges a whole lot more. I wonder when they project how far you can go on these, do they ask you? Will you be running your air conditioner? If so, on the scale of 1 to 10, I mean, they got to factor all that in, right? Uh, But this war on fossil fuels. I can't even believe that Biden went out and started naming all those workers out there. Trades here with us today, the laborers, pipe fitters, iron workers, electricians, steel metal workers, painters. How much of this is uh, connected to fossil fuels? Everything he's saying. There's operating engineers, sprinkler fitters, and we also got service workers, hospitality workers, machinists, mechanics. This is this is gonna this project won't get done without you, and when it gets done, it'll get done the best. Yeah. Sit there and clap for the guy that's gonna destroy your future paychecks. You you tools, you tools of the union out there, literally. 
And here's the thing about it. I could easily, so easily, I'm not closed-minded. I don't think most conservatives across America are closed-minded to this. I could sit down with any purple-haired environmentalist, and uh, I could easily map out something. I go, guys, listen, uh, we got tens of billions of of barrels of fossil fuels here at home. Uh, We got natural gas all over the state. We got centuries of the stuff waiting in the ground. So, that gives us some time. Let's sit down here and come up with a better idea. You're going all the way to the ninth inning of the game. We're just in the in the uh, bottom of the second. I mean, electric cars have been around a while. Remember those really weird Hondas that used to pass by you in the 90s? And it's like they never caught on. Those weird Honda electric cars, right? We're still in just the, maybe the first or second inning here, but they want to talk about the ninth inning. It's like, that's ridiculous. Stop it. If you want to be rational and have a common sense kind of uh, conversation, sure. But uh, we've seen taxpayers have been funding subsidies for people that can already afford these. That was a a Berkeley study that just came right out. Uh, They said the bottom three income categories received about 10% of all the uh, subsidy credits. The rest went to those making over $100,000. And when you got the Buddha judges of the world, you got the Newsom's, you got uh, uh, Secretary Granholm. You you got uh, Janet Yellen. All of them coming out saying, just buy an electric car. When you're going, hey, knuckleheads, I'm having trouble putting the uh, gas in my 11-year-old car. It's so out of touch. And they know this. And I really hope that the uh, Republicans can drive it home in the mid to, well, it's, it's too, I, I haven't heard the conservative effort here to make a concise message about this here. But this would be the number one goal out there from the midterms is, and for 2024 that they don't care about the middle class. And this is a culture war that they're doing with the Green New Deal. I mean, they literally want uh, these whacked out environmentalists want a world that have way less people, way less children. And while we're on the subject, less steak. Uh, they want less driving. And the driving that we'll be doing, and I'll tell you, it's going to be monitored. And we'll probably start out with being charged by the mile while it's fossil fuels. And then with electric, we'll be charged because they'll be able to like cut, cut off your car just like they cut off the air conditioners in Colorado. Uh, If they can cut off an air conditioner from remote inside your house and not let you put it over 78 degrees, then they can shut your car off. We already know they got that technology. Come on. It's already there. And it was all moved in as a luxury, right? Deer jumped out in front of you, wreck. OnStar, are you okay? I mean, they're monitoring. And these uh, electric vehicles will be so monitored and don't even get me into autonomous driving when our hands are off the wheel and you're in a hurry and you want to go 53 and a 45 uh-uh no 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 uh we, we've seen them move away from the middle class and uh whether it was uh, due to propaganda that came from the walter cronkites and dan rathers and tom brokaw's of the world probably was but it was so imaged over my life that the the unions and the Democrats, that's the working class. And you did have a lot of that. You had a lot of that in the South. Uh, the Southern Dixie Democrats said were very conservative, but they were Democrats because of uh, the working people, labor, unions. The Democratic Party is so far gone from that, and that should be the Republican message that they pound over and over and over. 
It's an easy messaging for Republicans because you got working class voters coming away from the Democrat Party. And Republicans should uh, be smart enough to recognize this opportunity. You know uh, this will be too far off in California's future, as we've seen here. But that that air conditioning thing in Colorado, that really, 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 really bothers me because I am really, really, really an air conditioning person. Uh, I've always said I'd rather sit around and eat uh, raw cans of tuna. I'd rather sit around and – no, that's too expensive these days. I'd rather sit around and eat Top Ramen in air conditioning than have filet mignon – uh, with uh, no air. Seriously, I w- that's how much important air is to me. And to have them now being that invasive into our lives, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. That ain't nothing. Uh, the, the communists to the north, not Oregon, uh, Canada, they're hiring environmental enforcement officers. You want to talk about going after the middle class? They're doing it around the world. The, let me read you this job posting from the Canadian government. Environmental and Climate Change Canada's enforcement branch ensures that organizations and individuals respect laws administered by the Environmental and Climate Change Canada that protect the environment, its biodiversity, and the health of Canadians. Conducting inspections to ensure compliance. Uh, conducting investigations into alleged violations of federal environmental laws, working with internal and external clients, partner law enforcement, and regulatory enforcement agencies. Boy, you got to follow their environmental laws. Now, you know, if you're sitting up there pouring out Union 76 sludge into the swimming hole of the river, throw some handcuffs on them. But wait till you see what they're going to do. Uh, you, I, I played Jaducey there from Fox News. Uh, well, let me play it again about how Biden's changing his midterm campaign tune. President Biden is on the road trying to help midterm Democrats by making the $1 trillion infrastructure package relatable. This is a shift from the president's recent focus on Republicans that he says deny election results and promote violence to advance their agendas, the so-called MAGA Republicans. A new inflation report is due tomorrow. And even though we know now the Inflation Reduction Act is mostly just a vehicle for climate change and tax code measures, President Biden is going to have a big event celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act here at the White House tomorrow. All right. Maybe uh, they don't want to do fireworks on Independence Day anymore or Mount Rushmore, but they'll do it to celebrate his communist takeover of the uh, of our economic life here. Uh, he's just trying to steamroll the economy. And he was out talking uh, to the union folks about, hey, I'm a working guy. All you working pipe fitters, boy, I tell you, you're one of mine, and I'm working there for you. And as we've always heard, uh, it's time right now for conservative Republicans out there to step up to the plate, man. Uh, or is by listen, listen to Joe talking, talking to the union. I can't think of any time we've ever given the American people an even shot. They haven't stepped up to the ball. I can't think of one single time they haven't stepped up to the ball. To the what? They haven't stepped up to the ball. No, I think it's the plate, man. The home plate. You step up to the plate, and then they throw the ball. They haven't stepped up to the ball. All right, you're one. You shoot straight from the shoulder, don't you there, buddy? Drive-by kills a man Friday night and a 13-year-old dealing fentanyl in Bakersfield in school. School administrator overdoses. I'll explain it all to you next. The Trevor Carey Show. 
on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. I know you've gone 0 for 3 there, but uh, you lift your head, you get up out of this dugout, you grab that bat, and you step up to the you step up to the ball. ball I can't think of any time we've ever given the American people an even shot. They haven't stepped up to the ball. I can't think of one single time. Alrighty, we're not. It's not that. It's not as funny anymore. I I feel like I need to always tag them with. Please know. clap. Yeah. There's Joe out talking to the union. He's now, he's a middle class out there for the streets of America kind of guy. Speaking of the streets of America, more GPS focus right to Fresno. A man was killed in a drive-by southeast Fresno Friday night. The shooting happened at the area of Hamilton at 9th around 8 p.m. Fresno police say the man was in his 30s standing just outside a family member's home with his fiance. Uh, that's when somebody in a white sedan drove by and fired at him. He was rushed to Community Regional and died of his injuries. Police looking for surveillance to help piece together what happened. I tell you, those cameras, man, when they first came out, when it became a big deal, especially after 9-11, like London went crazy with their CCTV cameras. And I was like, nah, that's way too obtrusive. Now I'm like, man, I, I like to see them around. I like when I see neighbors with them on, right? Don't you? Don't you like to see it? Uh, and they catch so many people with them. No, I was just home playing Xbox all night. No, you weren't. Here you are. You know, it's those cameras, man. They catch them all the time. It is getting literally harder and harder, I would say. There's more crime. Uh, it seems to be getting harder and harder, though, to get away with it with those cameras. Hopefully they can find out who shot that man. Uh, I mean, that. see, my, my first reaction is to think that that that's targeted right is it because it's i just don't want to believe it's at random where you're just on the front porch with your fiance and eight o'clock at night and bam somebody goes on a joy ride and killing people on their porch party uh that that's way more unnerving but this doesn't say if it was gang related or drug and i don't even want to imply that this this man that lost his life was involved with that we just don't know uh, a lot of details on this right now. A 13-year-old, I saw the headline. It was foxnews.com. California middle school student arrested for bringing fentanyl to school, causing employee to overdose. And I was like, oh, please don't be Fresno. And I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, it's pretty close to home, Bakersfield. Uh, Chipman Junior High School, many people up here. You know, Squires knows that. Chipman uh, Junior High School. Reported a student in possession, 13-year-old, 150 fentanyl pills disguised as Percocet. They were discovered after a search was conducted on the student and an unrelated altercation with another student, leading to a school supervisor. What's this shaking around in this pill bottle here? 150, I think that's a pretty big-sized pill bottle. And he opened it up and just inhaling. That's it. Got him. Overdose. Now, we think back to, I, I'm sure, Chipman Junior High. When you remember at Squires, uh, it probably didn't have uh, the, the, the drug. You know, each decade, they just got worse and worse and worse, uh, uh, as we've seen happen here. But even, 
I do what I want to say, four years ago, three, four years ago, if it were just Percocet, that would mean they're going to get a long-term addiction and they'll be addicted to the pills. Uh, but now with the fentanyl uh, being disguised as Percocet, uh, well, you saw what happened to the school supervisor. Uh, they can kill them now. I mean, this is instant. This is Russian roulette. And uh, we talked with Flynn Anderson, parents and addicts in need. And, man, you got to drill uh, this home. I was just talking to a dad. I think his son's 10 now. or is going Eighth grade, that's uh, – let's see. What would that – no, it's a little older. But uh, he said, oh, I had the, the pill conversation years ago. Uh, you got to tell them young. I mean, it's just – prevalent a junior high school 13 year old they wouldn't have even caught it unless he got into it with another uh student there a current high school police officer administered narcan to the supervisor uh they took the uh, school supervisor to the hospital listed in stable condition uh, police said the student in possession of the pills disguised as percocet also had 300 bucks on him they uh, cannot immediately say if any of the pills were sold or given to uh, any of the students. I'm sure uh, this article did not say it on Fox News, but I'm sure the, uh, they made sure every parent, the word guy, I hope they did, to every parent, it, search every pocket and backpack and room, turn it upside down to see if there's a, one of these pills that were in there. They uh, 13-year-old student was charged with possession of a controlled substance, for the purpose of sales, was taken to a juvenile hall after the arrest. Fresno County uh, said they're raising awareness uh, of this growing problem in our area. Uh, this is good to see. ABC30.com uh, talked about the drug overdose death increase in Fresno County. And if any of you used to watch uh, on P- our, uh, Live PD when it was on A&E before the uh, George Floyd summer rage and it went away for a few years and now it's back as On Patrol, On Reels, same show, different network, new society. Have you noticed how many overdoses from just, just a couple of years ago? You didn't see them like that. Come on, buddy. Stay alive. Stay alive. Pound in the chest and stay alive. Stay alive. As long as they're talking or breathing, if they don't, then they Narcan them while they're waiting for the ambulance uh, to get there. This uh, ABC 30 article said the use of fentanyl most of the time unknowingly spreading across the county. Uh, deaths have increased the past four years. In 2018, how many fentanyl deaths, overdose deaths, do you think that there were? There were, there were two. In 2022, so far, there have been 25. I would expect more, uh, but uh, the Narcan saves a lot. 25 is a lot. Uh, it's too many. Two is too many in 2018. But uh, that's where we are, a 13-year-old, 150 pills. Uh, I, I guess, are, are we at the point with Russian roulette like this where we're going to be like, hey, good morning, welcome, hands up, let's see, check, check, like getting on an airplane, you know, turn, beep, beep, be scanned. I don't want that, but my word, that's crazy. Hey, you want to know why I uh, attack Republicans sometimes, uh, the position of leadership? Because it seems like we have none. Why has it, why won't Mitch McConnell... Put America's security ahead of Ukraine's. Wasting billions of dollars on security, but not our security. All right, I got that's another tax. Hang on, I'm writing down all the taxes. That's three. We'll talk about that and more next. The Trevor Carey Show.
on the Valley's Power Talk. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. I can't bring up Paul Leffler without bringing up Fresno State football, which we'll talk about here before the end of the hour. But Honor Flight, which he's so much involved with, Wednesday they're coming back. It was the, uh, let's see, a few days right before I came down with the old uh, COVID was uh, the return out there that I got to experience. And uh, what an experience. I tell you what, if you need a boost right now, if you need a boost in patriotism, if you need a boost in what makes America great, uh, if you need a boost in looking at sacrifice on display, uh, come out and be part of the crowd. And uh, they're treated like uh, returning or it's rock star treatment. It's military rock star treatment. Uh, So come on out. Five o'clock, Fresno Airport. Uh, they're expected to land before six, uh, but it's a big event out there, and uh, it's such a great thing to be part of. And if you bring the kids out there, it's such a such a part of a great time to explain to them because you know they get bombarded at school and uh, social media, seeing all the anti-American stuff. It'd be really good, I I think, if you could bring the youngins, the youngins and the oldins, all by get together and welcome them back from D.C. after their three-day excursion back there where they get treated the royal treatment. They get to meet some of the politicians. They go to the to the walls, the memorials, depending, you know, uh, many different uh, uh, services there. But they all come together and the camaraderie and the stories that you hear, it's just, uh, it'll move you. I'm telling you, if you go there and you're not moved, you're a commie. That that's <laughs> seriously, and I'd be afraid. I, I'd be afraid if I brought one of my kids or grandkids or something like that, or maybe neighborhood kids came with one of your friends, and they're like, "Nah, didn't do anything to me." I'd be like, "That's a commie in the making right there." Uh, it'll move you. Wednesday, five o'clock. Please come on out. Um, speaking of military, Biden administration is going to ask Congress for another $14 billion, b- b- billion for, for Ukraine. Uh, that's He's asking Congress, who represent us, uh, but Congress has to come back to us to fund the federal treasury so that we can have enough in there to borrow money from China to cover foreign entanglements. Uh, Congressman Ron Paul has tried to untangle that, and he, he's done a great job of fighting that and exposing that. And if you really, really did go into foreign policy research and uh, looked into what the individuals in our government have wanted uh, for decades, this is part of it. This is part of it, just uh, foreign uh, entanglements, and it's become absurd. According to AP, Biden planning to ask Congress for an additional, oh, I'm sorry, I said $14 billion. It's $13.7 billion, uh, with a budgetary request 
for uh, in the $47 billion spending package. According to the report, the Ukraine spending request will be inside a package for additional COVID spending. Now, look at that. Oh, boy, they're going to milk that as long as they can. Let's milk it some more and get some out and send it to Ukraine. Uh, let's milk it some more and get some monkeypox spending. Uh, that's what it's gonna. That's what it's gonna go for. But you know what is now, as they say, uh, convenient. And when you talk about government and foreign policy and convenience, inside section fifty-one fourteen B four, the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year twenty twenty-two, was a repeal of a law that was put into place in nineteen ninety-four that required the United States State Department to put out an annual list of arms sales to foreign countries. You would think that's something, right, that that we would keep track of, right? Or at least the public would be able to to know. Uh, no, we're now up to over $60 billion to Ukraine. The U.S. State Department now says that report, well, no, it's not going to be published any longer. Uh, we won't be able to know what kind of arms are going over. And, and I, I could maybe, maybe understand if the United States was in direct conflict and uh, let's say with Russia, a big war broke out. And uh, we wouldn't want to publish out to the public, right? We've sent this many missiles to this country. That's strategic. I could understand a cover on that. But not when it's to arm other conflicts that we're not being exploded on, right? Uh, sorry, no. I think the uh, uh, public deserves to know that. But no, no. Not under this administration. Going to tear up that 1994 uh log and nobody's going to be able that law nobody's going to be able to see that Uh, but it's really amazing how much that we are spending right now uh, on ukraine and our own border i mean we've seen what they've been able to pull off and beside democrats do you know uh, who else is wasting billions of tax paying money where's my list i said taxes again up to four okay uh mitch mcconnell He's uh, he thinks, you know, that we shouldn't, I guess, splurge our money down on our own border. Right. He and he keeps acting like, well, I'm just powerless. Right. I'm being forced into funneling uh, billions of dollars over to Ukraine. Uh, you know, sorry there, McConnell. Sorry. Uh, he said there's nothing compassionate about tolerating or even encouraging anarchy at the border, violence in our streets, and a steady erosion of public safety. He said that in a Senate floor speech titled, America's Top Priorities are Democrats' Biggest Failures. You know, he, he knows what's going on at the border. He's not ignorant to that fact. He knows that. And he knows how much it's affecting the entire uh, nation. He knows about the fentanyl coming across and ending up in a 13-year-old's pocket or backpack, 150 pills in Bakersfield. He knows what's going on. He knows about the crime and the drugs and the human trafficking. Uh, he, he knows all that. But uh, yeah, he, he, he went along with the Democrats and spent hundreds of billions of dollars on our money on precisely not protecting us from any of that. But the swamp creatures in D.C., they think, I guess they think they got an endless uh, vacuum just hooked to our pocketbook. They can just suck it out as, as much as they want, over and over. Now, I know that Democrats control the White House and, and both uh, sides of Congress, but 
McConnell, he's not powerless. He's not. Uh, we saw when Trump was in and Republicans had both chambers of Congress, uh, the Democrats sure did fight back. Think border wall. Think border security then. They sure did put up a fight, didn't they? Uh, they sent their uh, leaders down there to in white pantsuits to cry at the fence and take a real close zoomed-in picture. We're crying for what's Remember all the, the big uh, uproar they made about separation of family? Remember all of that? Taking babies from the mama's arms. Doing the exact same thing that Barack Hussein Obama had been doing years previously with no outcry, right? At least they made a stink about what they were fighting for, right? Think right now what's going on at the border, even though we got a Democrat president, got both sides of Congress, Democrat. Uh, but, but think about what their Republicans are doing. Can you think of any outcry right now? No. And that right there... Uh, is disturbing. <laughs> Mitch McConnell's security in Ukraine while completely ignoring what's going on here in our country. I mean, they, they know what they they should do. They should be pounding that home right now, right? But you got Mitch McConnell out there saying, well, I don't know if we got the right kind of candidate or, you know, way back. Hush your mouth. Well, you, I mean, there has to be right talk of a coup somewhere in the Republican Party to send him out to the golf course, right? Isn't there? There has to be. I mean, he could force their hand on the border. But see, uh, just like Biden's not for the middle class, uh, to quote Jesse Ventura, former Navy SEAL wrestler and governor of Minnesota, uh, it's, the, it's the world wrestling. Uh, you got the Democrats and the Republicans, and they act like they're against each other in public. But see, McConnell either, he's not tied to the middle class. But the ways that that old GOP, they're not going to work. Speaking of working, we do. Uh, I think we should go check in, right, with the border czar if we're going to be worried about the border. We got a, a border czar. Uh, she has been, uh, I would say, I mean, on point, right, ladies and gentlemen? Kamala. Kamala Harris. Final topic here. Since uh, we're here in Texas, I want to ask you about the border. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do is the first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have answer the question. I will not sit here and be lectured. Okay, back to the interview. A secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. How about let's talk some football? It reminded me of why I have loved sports my entire life. I haven't had that excited edge of my seat action in a long time. I didn't like the outcome, but I sure did love sitting there listening to the entire game. I'm going to play Monday afternoon timeout caller next. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. 
Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. I know I've told them before, but uh, Paul Leffler, Coach Hill, and Cam, uh, what, what a combo, uh, trio, what a trio, uh, great coverage. And it's so it's so cool to have it on Power Talk this year because so many people, it was a sold-out stadium. Uh, I sat there in my living room with my overhead swing lamp right on me, uh, slowly coloring with colored pencils, listening to the game. It was it was so relaxing up until the end. Uh, it was so relaxing, almost like the feeling of that I don't get often. You know, sitting out on a front porch with some lemonade watching the sunset. I, I literally was in that zone, and it was enjoyable. Uh, I mean, even the it just went so quick, it felt like. Uh, it flew by way more than some TV that I've watched in the past. But see, I haven't been watching pro sports, uh, and it was a great feeling. Again, not liking the outcome of the 35-32 loss to Oregon State. Uh, with a what was it a minute left in the game when Fresno took the lead 32 to 29 I was like yes they've won this defense will hold they're not going to come down Uh, but that extra point miss made it to be where they could get the field goal right and here's what I feel when they drove back down I mean and any of those athletes in that locker room will say you can't put any one blame on anybody from the coaching all the way from the top all the way down to all the players you can't blame because uh it wouldn't have been anything big had uh the that pass been dropped or scored in the red zone were they down there like six times or something and uh didn't bring it didn't bring it home i mean the defense you know with allowed them to drive down the field with a minute uh but everybody's so focused on the timeout uh, Coach Tedford uh, took, and they were like, well, I guess to ice the kicker. Uh, they were going to, you know, kick to send it into overtime. And then suddenly during the timeout, uh, they ran back out onto the field, the offense. And uh, after the game, he was asked about that by a reporter. And he said, I took the timeout to make a, uh, a change on defense because how they changed on offense. And you know what? If uh, Fresno State had stopped them there at the goal line stand uh, and everybody had been like, what a great timeout call Coach Tedford took because he got them to change their mind and then we stopped them and it wasn't even allowed to go into overtime. We won. What a great timeout. That's what Monday morning, or I guess it started, I guess, early Sunday morning quarterbacking because a uh, great show CK does before and after with phone calls uh roll it in an opinion and hey everybody that's that's a beauty about sports people uh you know gotta well it was this it was that i love that kind of a feeling and it was so good to have it be brought back that that edge of excitement feeling uh i was like okay here it comes i know a timeout and it goes to commercial break and you get that chance to uh you kind of let down, and then suddenly you hear the music coming back. You hear the stadium roar, and I guess uh, that sound, it came through on the speakers. I can tell you that much from the crowd out there. They'll be heading down this weekend to USC. But uh, what a game. And, hey, you know what? They uh, when, when a team does that drive back down, it reminded me of the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, when uh, Josh Allen took on Mahomes, and you're like, oh, look at that, the Chiefs won. Oh, look at that, the Bills just won. Oh, look at that, the Chiefs just won. Oh, look at that, the Bills just won. I mean, and then the Chiefs do it in the end. I mean, it was about half of that feeling. Uh, but it was, uh, hey, you got to give it to Oregon State. They uh, they brought it home. Uh, there, there were quite a few... Uh, 
I guess, uh, kicker mishaps. And that, that, that to me is such a – I mean, that is a stressful job. You sit over there and nobody talks about you until, uh, you know, it's uh, 4th and 19. Uh, bring in the kicker. And then the spotlight's on you. I mean, is the most spotlight on you, spotlight off of you job I actually think that there might be on planet Earth. Coach Tefford said he was watching them nail 55 yarders in the post-game uh, interview there all week long. So he missed quite missing an extra point though. That's like a pilot crashing because uh, he did something wrong. You know, there are certain things you have to do. Extra point. Okay. Well, hey, it was fun to talk about football, and it was a great thing to uh, experience. Where are the lockdown apologies? Now that it's been proven the lockdown was not effective, where are the apologies? Oh, there were apologies. I'll let you hear it next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.